Welcome to another episode of Win or Lose. I know it's been a while. A lot of things been going on, but I'm glad, happy to be back talking with you guys. It's a special episode. We're going to talk about the career of Andrew Luck, who retired yesterday. Surprising fans and the NFL. I didn't see this one coming. I really didn't. I'm not going to lie to you. I was at home watching the Miami Florida Gators game last night and there was other NFL games on also I think the Texans and Cowboy game and the Colts were also playing too against the Chicago Bears and started getting you know my phone started going off with Bleacher Report and Adam Schefter reporting Andrew Luck is you know retiring and I'm like what the hell are they talking about he got the game right now, and I seen him earlier working out on the field and shaking hands and hugging Chuck Pagano, and you know, like what the hell is going on here? So, you know, he was at the game, like I said, he was working with the coaches and helping out the players and stretching, and I didn't think nothing of it, but it really caught me off guard. And Andrew Luck has called it a career. It's very surprising. I think the you know he was gonna set it up where it was something he decided earlier in the week, and he was gonna wait till Sunday to have a press conference. But Adam Schefter said no, sir, and he reported it Saturday night, so it got out to the fans and everybody you know across the world had got it and. The game was still going on. Andrew Luck's on the field. So, story, long story short, he had to, you know, have the press conference right after the game. He announced his retirement. He had lost joy for the game with all the injuries, and he was feeling depressed and didn't want to go through the same rehab issues he had in 2017. And you got to respect that. It came out of nowhere, I know. You know, some people are upset with the timing of it, I know. But what would have been the right time? You got to look at that. But Andrew Luck uh, out of Stanford was the best, you know, young prospect some guys have seen since John Elway. He came in the NFL with the Colts, who a franchise that, Came off a 2-14 and 14 season. He had to replace Peyton Manning. He came under a first-time head coach in Chuck Pagano, a first-time general manager in Ryan Grigson, and a new team that was just completely in rebuild mode. And he had to be the savior. I think he met his expectations. I think he exceeded the expectations. You know, you got to look at it in this situation. He exceeded the expectations with the hand he was dealt. Like I said, he came in replacing Peyton Manning. Team was 2-14. and 14. First time head coach. First time general manager. First time head coach who couldn't coach the first season. You know, because the Baganos had his problems and with the cancer and everything. So he couldn't even be the head coach the first season. That's something else the young rookie had to deal with. You got to take that into consideration. Like I said, 
C-minus roster they got him out here with. First-time general manager, first-time head coach. He's a rookie replacing Peyton Manning. He goes 11-5 in his first season, 11-5 in his second season, 11-5 in his third season. Made it to an AFC championship with, like I said, a C-plus roster. I don't think Ryan Grigson might be one of the worst general managers in NFL history. He never gave Andrew Luck the pieces around him to really be a legitimate championship. Okay, this team can win the championship. The offensive line, was he had never protected him. He was, always took a beating, always was one of the most sacked quarterbacks in the league his first three seasons, but yet he stayed out there. He was a trooper, and he won games. But, I mean, at some point, you know, enough's enough. You know, he just started getting his little knick-knack injuries, you know. The little knick-knack injuries, but he could play through them. But then the serious injuries start coming on, you know. The lacerated kidney. The torn labrum. Cracked ribs. They had him pissing blood. I mean, at some point, enough's enough. And you got to protect this guy. I mean, you're giving him all the money. He's the franchise quarterback. You got to you gotta protect him. And I don't. I think in that instance, they kind of took Andrew Luck for granted. They knew he could move out the pocket, run around, get out of trouble. And they kind of took that for granted, really not putting the pieces around him that would protect him and kind of, have his career, you know, a long career. But now you, it comes fast forward to this day, all those poundings and beatings and injuries, and he's 29 years old, retiring. I mean, that just, you know, when I feel like he's in his prime now, he has a good six to seven years left, I feel, to play at a high level. But at some point, enough's enough. Like I said, he had this calf strain slash ankle. Nobody really knows what it is. And it's been ongoing since April. You know, he's sick of the rehab. It's kind of depressed him. He said it in his press conference when he announced his retirement that it took his joy away from the game. This is a guy who loves every time you watch him play. He's like a kid out there on Sundays. Even when he gets sacked, he's up there smacking and laughing and smacking the defensive players in the head and telling them good tackle. This guy loves to play football. He was always seemed like he was happy just to be out there. And you can kind of tell in his eyes, he, you know, really didn't have it all there. And that's something that you really got to, like, respect him for doing. Like, if it's not in your heart, if you don't want to be out there on the field, I mean, you got to be honest, you know, it was, I just kind of felt like it was, you know, good for him to come out and tell somebody like, this is not in my heart. I'm not happy out here. It's best if I step away from the game. Some guys will still be out there and still want to collect a check and still want to go out there and play and really not helping the team. And, you know, this is a guy who still is in his prime, still one of the best players in the league, and was like, look, I'm not happy. This is not really what I want to do at this point in my career. It's not in my heart. I want to do other things. I think his wife is pregnant now. So I respect the decision. 
like I said, I think he has exceeded the expectations given what he has, you know, came into the league, had to deal with. A kooky owner, worst general manager ever, first-time head coach who wasn't the best coach in the world. And he, you know, kept his team being competitive. If he was out there on the field, the coach were a good team. If he wasn't, they they weren't a good team. That that sh- it shows that. But after a while, you know, the injuries catch up to you. You want to live after football. You see these athletes now, who, ten twenty years even after playing in the game, they can barely walk. You know, they need help. You know, some of them can barely even talk, and you don't want to end up in that position. So, health over wealth. I know he's lost a lot of, he's going to lose a lot of money, but after a while, you you just want good health and be able to do things that make you happy, find your joy in life. And I think Andrew Luck's going to do that. I'm not closing the door on his career being completely over, but if it is, you can't blame the guy from walking away. He's given all he can give to the game. You know, I will always remember Andrew Luck as a competitor. I mean, if he was out there on the field, you had a chance to win. He was going to give it his all, sometimes too much, sometimes at the detriment of his own health. You know, if we could see with all the injuries, you know, he's going to give up his body. He's going to play out there and play, and I respect him for that, and I respect the decision. So a lot of people out here criticizing him for the decision, which I understand. I mean, the season starts in two weeks, and you know some people might think, "Hey, you could have said this a long time ago, but my thing is anytime you got a tough decision in life, I don't care what it is. you don't rush into that decision. It might take wow, it might take a couple of days, it might take a couple of weeks, it might take a couple of months, but you don't rush into a life changing decision, and if he was thinking in April, hey, I might want to call it a career." but he's just now telling us at the end of August, then so be it. You know what I'm saying? If you're going to make a decision that's going to alter your life and the people around you, you got to take your time. You don't rush into things like that. You don't, oh, yeah, I want to retire. Oh, and then I'm back. Oh, I want to retire now. Then I'm back. No, you don't play that game. You make a decision, you stick with it, and you move on with your life. I don't know where the Indianapolis Colts go from here. I mean, they have a nice young team. I thought with Andrew Luck, they could compete for a championship. I'm not saying it's completely over, but at this point, I can't see the Colts competing for a championship without Andrew Luck. But I could be wrong. Stranger things have happened in the NFL. You never know. But this was a guy who carried a franchise on his back for seven years he'll probably never get the credit he deserves because he didn't win or some people thought he was overrated coming out of Stanford it's many things that come into that but I mean it is what it is and then you have the fans who you know had to find out you know while they're watching the game preseason game who kind of like Andrew Luck was booed coming off the field, which is like, I kind of see it both ways because the fans are, you know, thinking they're being bamboozled or 
what's going on here? So they're kind of hurt. And, you know, the first thing that comes to your mind is anger. But once you have a time to sit back and reflect on it, I think they'll feel bad about it. And they'll appreciate Andrew Luck whenever he returns to to Lucas Oil Stadium. He'll get standing ovations. He'll get, you know, they'll love him. I think eventually he'll be in the coach ring of honor. So you got to, you know, don't be too hard on the fans. I mean, don't get me wrong. It's probably with some drunk idiots, but don't be too hard on the fans. It was emotion. I think some of them will regret it. And But sometimes, like, and on the other hand, like, you can't please everybody. You know? You can't please. You're not going to make everybody happy in life. And I'm glad Luck made a decision that's going to make him happy and not make everybody else happy. I got to please this person. I got to please that person. I got to please this person. And nobody end up being miserable but yourself. You can't make everybody happy. Do what's best for you. It's okay to tell people no once in a while. Or, or or sometimes, you know, every chance you get, if it's nothing you feel in your heart, it's okay to say no. You know, nobody has to go through the rehab. Nobody has been through the injuries. You know, I'm supposed to sit up here and kill myself out here on this football field so you can enjoy your Sundays. No. I'm going to do what's best for me in the long run. I want to be able to walk away from the game healthy and financially taken care of and just do other things in my life. And I respect the decision. Do I think it came at the right time? No. The coach played the Chargers in two weeks. We were expecting Andrew Luck on the field. Three weeks ago, he said he would be playing. But, you know, I change my mind all the time. I might feel something one damn day. I might, you know, feel something the next day. That's life. Everybody does that. But, um, like I said, the years of beating with, you know, Ryan Grigson and the years of luck playing under pressure and taking a pound and it's finally, you know, caught up to him. And the, you know, bad thing, the unfortunate thing is like he actually has a good offensive line now. A good young nucleus in front of him. He was a least sacked quarterback last year. But these little knick-knack injuries keep on piling up. And it seems like it's longer and longer for him to heal from them. And like I said, it takes its toll on a person. And I understand that. It takes its toll on a person. I mean, we don't get up there and go out there and go through the process of trying to make it on the field. Who knows what he has to go through just to get out there on the field once a week. So you got to respect that. He's given his all to the game. He's done, like I said, he's played through injuries. You know, some grueling injuries. Then went through surgeries. So, some you got to give these athletes, you know, some respect and appreciation for putting their bodies on the line, careers on the line, just to entertain us. I'm going to remember Andrew Luck as being a great quarterback, good quarterback who really you know, didn't really get to fulfill that expectation we all had from him coming out of Stanford. You know, I don't think it was his fault. I just think it was a lot of things that, you know, you know, in a sense, he was unlucky. You know, like I said, he had 
just a lot of things that he really had to to go right his way to uh, be successful in this league. And he kind of had some bad luck. And at 29 years of age, Andrew Luck is calling it a career. I'm going to miss him out there on the field. But I hope he's finally found his joy. He can go back and relax and heal up and be healthy and live a long life and do other things. You know, he has a great family, so I know they'll support him. I'm still a fan. So I wish Andrew Luck the best. I hate to see this football season coming up and he's not going to play. But I wish him the best and have a happy retirement. It's going to be tough not seeing him out there. But I wish Andrew Luck the best.